Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 5, Chapter 55. Philip had hardly been gone an hour, and Gabriele had been readying himself for a pious demise. When the devil put it into his head, the thought that he was already justified, and that there was no doubt at all about his eternal reward. Those who sat by him keeping the night vigil were reciting the litanies for him and came to the invocation from an evil death, deliver me, O Lord. Gabriele smiled and shook his head slightly, saying to himself that he in whose heart Christ is dwelling can be free from any danger of an evil death. But having said that, although he had begun to be affected by that temptation, he came to his senses and realized what he had said. He did all he could to rid himself of the idea, saying out loud, what is this diabolical thought that has come to me? I beg you, brothers, help me with your prayers. That was not the end of the struggle. Defeated by his virtue, the malicious foe plotted another type of challenge in the hope of destroying him. Being unable to utter the holy name of Jesus, he began to use every means to prevent him from being able to utter the holy name of Jesus. Gabriele asked his friends to remind him that was not the end of the struggle. Defeated by his virtue, the malicious foe plotted another type of challenge in the hope of of destroying him. He began to use every means to prevent him from being able to utter the holy name of Jesus. Gabriele asked his friends to remind him of that name as he was approaching his end, for he sincerely desired to invoke it. He cried out, therefore, and said, brothers, help me. I cannot pronounce it. I really can't. Help me. I am distressed, help me, I am in difficulties. When they asked him, what was it you can't pronounce? Was it the holy name of Jesus? He nodded at once and turned to Jacobo Marmita, saying, what have I done wrong that I cannot call on Jesus? From this, they realized how powerful the devil is. For although he spoke the name out loud, he still seemed to be unable really to express it. Those around him suggested that if he could not say it aloud, he could speak it silently in his heart. And he answered, it seems so difficult, brothers, to call on the holy name of Jesus. I seem to be reduced to such a misery that I can hardly bear to hear the sound of it. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. 
most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As Catholics, we know that the holy name of Jesus is like a sacrament. What does that mean? Well, a sacrament is a sign, an instrument that sanctifies us. And it sanctifies us by causing what it signifies, by bringing about, accomplishing what it symbolizes. The sacrament of baptism symbolically cleanses someone, but it actually brings about spiritual cleansing. It symbolizes new birth, but baptism actually brings about what it symbolizes. It brings about a new spiritual birth. Well, the name of Jesus causes what it signifies. That's what we mean by calling it a sacrament. It's like a sacrament. Because the name of Jesus, which means the Lord saves, when it's said in faith, it brings to us the one we call upon. It makes him present in this almost instantaneous, automatic way, the way the sacraments work. As soon as the priest pours the water and says the words, the child is transformed. As soon as the priest takes the bread and says the words of consecration, the bread is transformed. The sacraments work immediately. Well, the holy name of Jesus is like that. It makes present in our lives, in our hearts, the one we call upon. Now, that's in the background of tonight's reading. So that when the devil tries to attack Gabriele by making the holy name of Jesus distasteful to him, this is a very great trial. And that's what the devil can do. He can make things distasteful to us by somehow messing with our emotions, messing with our imagination, messing with some of our, our bodily reactions. So Gabriela says it's difficult that somehow the devil was mixing up his 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 feelings to color the name of Jesus in a certain way. The devil cannot directly touch our intellect and our will. He cannot penetrate into the, the very center of the human person. But if God wants him to have some control over the material world, which includes our, our bodies and the parts, our powers that make use of the body, like the emotions and the imagination, and the devil can, if God allows him, work there. And so that's what the devil was trying to do to Gabriele. Why? Because if you have such a high view of the name of Jesus, and suddenly Gabriele felt like he doesn't even want to say it, Gabriele suddenly would feel what? A kind of despair. A despair of his own salvation a despair that he's even close to Jesus. If he doesn't even want to say the name, how could he be close to him? That's the kind of process that the devil seems to be working with. The devil likes to make us despair at the end. 
despair based on our own sins, based on our own weaknesses. He likes to throw that in our face. And Gabriele was a great disciple of St. Philip, and he knew the value that St. Philip placed in the holy name of Jesus. He knew that St. Philip loved to teach people to say that. He knew that many saints, like St. Joan of Arc, had died with the name of Jesus on their lips. And so he wanted to be like that. But God is very wise. Even when the devil is allowed to do things, God always wins out in the end. See, God likes to purify us by not allowing us to have the satisfaction that we would like to have in religious things. That's the kind of thing we, we want to feel, we think we should feel. And if it's based on the kind of vanity, the God sometimes allows us not to have that satisfaction to purify us, to allow us to live more by faith. And that seems to be what God allowed to happen here. Possibly knowing Gabrielli's desire to die like Joan of Arc or like another saint. He allowed the devil to try to work this angle to get him to despair so that Gabrielli could be more purified of his own will, his own desires, and conform himself to God's will. Now, what did the devil do before he made him try to despair? He tried the opposite, puff him up, make him think he's definitely saved. These guys are praying that he'll have a holy death, the Lord save him. And the first temptation was for Gabriele to, to, to think that he himself on his own was already saved. Gabriele was vainglorious in his own mind. He wanted to admire his own goodness. And he presumed that nothing could take him away from Jesus. But thankfully, Gabriele caught that. He caught that mistake. So the devil had to go to that second tactic, which was the despair. Now, the devil doesn't always use the same order. Just like a boxer. A boxer might have a right hand and a left hand punch. He might first usually start with the right and then hit with the left. But he can switch it up. He can go left and then go right. Well, the devil often will make us despair first, and then if that doesn't work, try presumption, but he can go the opposite way. He's a pretty crafty guy. But let us tonight remember what St. Philip told Gabrielli before he left. Nothing should affright us if we give our will to God. Why? Because Christ is the one who will be the victor. We do not overcome the devil on our own. We are not the ones who primarily overcome evil. It's Christ who wins, who conquers in us. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.